welcome to the Profiles in Persistence show. I'm Dusty Rollins, founder and owner of Oxford Business Services. We help entrepreneurs and business owners maximize their profit and minimize their taxes. We believe there should be limits to how much the IRS can punish your success. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on this great inspirational daily podcast. Let's go. Good afternoon. Today we have Marcus Ogden. If you want to find Marcus, you can find Marcus at Marcus underscore Ogden at yahoo.com. If you just want to, you know, ask some questions after the podcast that we have, or you can find him at www.marcusogden.com. How are you doing today, Mr. Marcus? Doing well. How about you, DJ? I am great. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me your story, who you are, like, just break us in. Yeah, man. I'm Marcus Ogden. I'm from Washington, D.C. I currently live in North Carolina, right outside of Raleigh with my wife and two daughters. I'm a former NFL athlete. I was offensive lineman, played for the Jaguars, Ravens, Bills, Titans. My brother, Jonathan, played for the Ravens for 12 years. He's in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, I had a great career in the National Football League. I went to Howard University. And from there, I got into construction after I left the NFL. But before I got to there, I had a problem with addiction and alcohol and nightlife and gambling because I didn't know what to do with my life next, right, DJ? And because of that, I got into a situation where I was feeling sorry for myself. I was in a very stagnant place. And then eventually I got into construction, built a massive eight-figure-year business, became the largest African-American subcontract in the city of Baltimore and state of Maryland for two years. But unfortunately, as I my company grew, DJ, so did my ego. And I got real self-centered, real egotistical, stopped listening to all my employees, especially my best employee. That in conjunction with a job where I spent about two and a half to three million dollars of my own money for a change order that I thought I was going to get paid back by the developer and contractor. When my change order got denied, I had to file a chapter seven complete bankruptcy in 2013. And when I moved to Raleigh after losing my home, both my cars in the same day, all of my money, all of my credit, pretty much all my friends and almost all my family, I got down to Raleigh, North Carolina, DJ, with $400 to my name. That's all I had left. Mm. So... Like, how did we even get to this point? Like, what what decided construction? Like, I, I got to just to start there. Why construction? Sorry, so when I, when I left the NFL, man, I got into what I call the big check syndrome. I went to a small, not small, I went to a development course for a short period of time during my NFL career. And that in collaboration with me just wanting to always get those big checks, that, that big money, you know, feeling like I had in the NFL, that's what we choose construction. We're from DC area, but we both play for the Ravens, me and my brother. So we had a really good name. The Ogden name in Baltimore was very strong and still is today very strong. And we're very blessed for that. And we utilized that to help get some jobs and things going for ourselves. But unfortunately, I should never have gotten into construction because I tell my clients, you need to, there's three things you need to do. Well, it's five things you do, actually, if you don't have a business. Number one, you need to know your business, which I didn't do. Number two, vet your business partner. 
which I did not do. Vet your employees, which I did not do. Always be properly funded, which I was not. Learn when to walk away, which I did not. So the five things I tell my clients to do if they're in business entrepreneur or trying to start their own business, all five, DJ, I was 0 for 5. But because I was such a good marketer and good networker, we hit a lot of our problems. We made a bunch of revenue. We were very profitable. But unfortunately, as the company started to gain success, I did not remain humble. And once that became who I was as an everyday person, DJ, it became part of my culture of the organization. Some of my employees took that on. And when my best employee did not become like that and tried to talk me off the ledge, I didn't listen to him. Two weeks, I'm sorry, the next Monday, I was on a Friday, that following Monday, he walks in, hands me his two-week resignation papers. Two weeks later, DJ, he's gone. And like he predicted, about six months to that day when he left, company went bankrupt. Mm. So what made you exactly step into that unknown? Like why? Like you said it was the big checks, but was it like just the thrill of just easy money or was it something that you were comfortable with before that you did in your past or like somebody? just no, the, 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 the thrill of big money. I mean, without a doubt, the thrill of big money and trying to be my own boss and create something special, which I unfortunately, not unfortunately, which I had done. But unfortunately, I did not maintain a humble, very well-balanced, very, you know, humility, strong personality to sustain the company because I can tell my clients all the time, every business is run by human capital. The minute you start thinking you are better than people that you're supposed to be serving as the leader, it's the beginning of the demise for you and your business. So now I just want to take that and step into what do you do now, Marcus? So right now, DJ, I am a keynote speaker, executive coach, best-selling author, corporate trainer. After I moved to Raleigh, I was fired from two jobs in the same week. I was fired from Merrill Lynch, all my fault. I was fired from another construction company, all my fault. And I ended up working as a custodian, DJ, for $8.25 an hour on the graveyard shift, 10 p.m. till 5 a.m. This was in September of 2013. And I worked there from September 2013 until October, to September 2013 until March 2014. But I had a pivotal moment taking out somebody's trash. It's called my spoiled milk moment where somebody's trash, rotten banana peels, horrible, nasty smelling, protruding, horrible smell, DJ, got over my body, my skin, and my clothes. As a result of that, that was the wake up call I needed came home and said, I'm going to be a speaker. Started speaking September 2013. Two and a half years, DJ, not one paid job. Zero, not one. Got my first paid job in April 2016, and I started speaking in September 2013. So it'll be five years next week, which is the month of April. And the last five years, DJ, I've worked for 19 Fortune 500 companies as a speaker, 
of the 1912 or Fortune 100, Accent uh, Equitable, Merrill Lynch, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan and Chase, The Home Depot, New York Life, MetLife, Liberty Mutual Insurance, Cisco, this name a few. And I've been doing this now for, you know, full time. I went full time in the business DJ in 2018. And it's been very, very much of a blessing because I have an amazing team and we're able to sustain growth. And our trajectory is strong because we have great people in the organization to help drive a sustainable culture. So what motiv- motivated you between those two years of not getting paid? Like, what, how did you keep yourself going? Because I'm pretty sure that was a stressful time. Absolutely, man. So I was working many jobs, DJ. I was a custodian for about six months. I was a football personal one-on-one trainer. I did group football training. I was a birthday clown at parties playing football with kids. I ran a seven-on-seven league. But I always kept telling myself, all right, Marcus, it's about been a year, Okay. If you give up now, this whole year you spent is for nothing. 18 months. Man, give up now, Marcus. 18 months of your life, gone. You can't get it back. 24 months, then at 30 months, man, I just said to myself, thank you. Finally have an opportunity. But I kept telling myself, my friend, that all this time I've been putting in, if I walk away now, it's like literally I will give up so much of my life towards something that I'll never know how good I could have been at it if I had quit. And I feel, DJ, that's a lot of people in life. They end up quitting something before they find out if they were really good enough to get it done because they didn't get the, what I call the early win or the job right away. And unfortunately for us, trying to chase our, turn our goals into accomplishments, it's not going to be like that. It's not going to come overnight. It's just not going to happen. So I tell my clients, if you want to get rich quick, go play the lottery. You want to learn how to build a business or be sustainable or market yourself or close sales or have better operations. We are the ones to work with you. One of our best clients, DJ, is a large food product company out of Elwood, Indiana. They are the fastest growing tomato company in the U.S., three times the closest competitor, red gold quality. They are number two in our country for most ketchup bought by our consumers as the United States as a whole. 35% of our nation's ketchup, uh, DJ, is red gold. Been working with them now for almost 13 months. Sales team and their leadership team, they have seen substantial growth because they, they excel at these three things. Number one, they excel at operational excellence. Number two, they excel at quality products. Number three, they excel at great customer service. Those three pillars have helped Red Gold catch a lot of market share from Heinz, from Hunts, and they've been very nimble and very effective with their marketing strategy, with their execution tactical step strategy, which is why they are only 5% behind hunts for the most ketchup distributed and or bought in our country at 35%. Mm. So what are you, what is the bigger obstacles that you've had to face like with you creating your company? Because I understand you got your paid deal. So where, where, what was like the most challenging steps that 
you faced with now, okay, I have my opportunity. Now I got to set this up or I got to find this person or like, what, what do you think was the most challenging finding your team or staying consistent still or the like most right? challenging DJ is just getting that first job. Mm. That's challenging because everyone doesn't, it's going to, not everyone. Most people are going to tell you no, if you have no credibility, no track record. Most people do not like being the first over the fence. So what you have to do is you have to live and put yourself in a position that you're living your life, doing what you're doing, and prepare for the no's, the rejections, the get lost, all the things I heard for two and a half years, because very few people are going to be the first over the fence. Once you get it, then you, the next hardest part is, is creating that sustainable momentum towards your goals. But without a doubt, DJ, the hardest part of my business, I think for this for sure, but mine specifically as a speaker, coach, consultant, getting that first paying client. Mm. So, I mean, I feel like we've gotten a lot talked about, so I just need to know anything special going on in the future. Anything that you guys are developing, anything new that's about to happen or pop off? We are working on DJ right now, getting our online systems and our online content ready to go. We are very big on putting that whole process in, in line because what happens is when you streamline it, everything can flow from there. And so we're working on that. Then the next thing we're really working on is putting ourselves in position to partner with great brands and continue to grow and continue to create more income. Like, for example, I'm a partner in a company called Grind Oral Care, www.grindoralcare.com. It's a veteran-owned toothpaste business, oral hygiene business. Met the gentleman out of Salt Lake City on LinkedIn. I'm now a 10% owner in that business. We're starting to thrive, and I'm all about creating things to help get us in a position where we need to be what needs to happen in that regard. So all about continuing to create things online to help reach smaller markets where people can't afford our big ticket coaching or keynote speaking. So they can still have access to great content, but also leveraging to create other sources of income, DJ, by getting to businesses where their mission and or mantra aligns with ours. I like it. I like it. Well, Marcus, I just want to say thank you for your time. If you want to find Marcus, you can find Marcus at Marcus underscore Ogden at Yahoo.com or check out my man's website at www.marcusogden.com. Thank you, Marcus. Thanks, DJ. Thanks for having me on, my friend. Dusty Rollins here. Thank you so much for listening to Profiles in Persistence. If you're a successful business owner or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit thetaxcure.com slash podcast slash apply. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag profiles in persistence. I love seeing your posts and your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content 
So make sure you don't miss any episodes and go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, www.thetaxcure.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.